0: Let us be attentive. O oh Lord save your people and bless your inheritance. To you, O oh Lord, have I cried, O oh my God. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Let us be attentive. Bre Who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to edify him. For Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached thee fell upon me for whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that by steadfastness and by encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. May God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, therefore, as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God.
1: Peace be with you, the me.
0: Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with all.
2: The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Let us
0: be attentive.
2: At that time, as Jesus passed on from there, two blind men followed him, crying aloud, Have mercy on us, Son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly charged them, see that no one knows it. But they went away and spread his fame through all that district. As they were going away, behold, a dumb demoniac was brought to him. And when the demon had been cast out, the dumb man spoke, and the crowds marveled, saying, Never was anything like this seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He casts out demons by the prince of demons. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every infirmity among the people.
1: name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. According to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly charged them, see that no one knows it. Two blind men approach Jesus Christ, who was known as a healer by that point in the region, even a miraculous healer. But interestingly, the two blind men do not specifically ask him for the ability to see. They do not come to him and say, give us sight. They did not ask for the healing of their most painful need or lack of health. They asked Jesus simply to be merciful to them, to be merciful. Additionally, they addressed him as the son of David By this, they simply pointed out that they identified with him. They recognized him as one of the chosen people of God, one of their own, so to speak. Jesus listens to them. He hears them, and he does not ask them what their need is. He simply asks, if they believe that he can do this. Now, of course, we know the story. We've just heard it read. To that question, do you believe that I can do this? They simply answer, yes, Lord. Interestingly, they did not call him son of David again They did not address him, in other words, in an intimate way by which they associated with him. Instead, they addressed him in such a manner that they were able to prove both to Jesus and to show to those around them that they, these two blind men, these two men who were living a life of severe need, shortcoming recognized him as master recognized him as their Lord this is significant now Jesus heals them according to their faith and then commands them to not speak about it to anyone by contrast They go and tell everyone that Jesus Christ healed their blindness. Now that's an interesting relationship, isn't it? You come and you look for something from someone, this person whom you recognize as being a greater source of healing than you yourself are or anyone else around is, and you receive this great fulfillment of a need, of something absent. And yet, you don't listen to him when he tells you to keep it quiet. This seems strange, does it not? What exactly is happening here, brothers and sisters? Is Jesus just employing reverse psychology? We know that he has actually exhorted others who were healed to not speak about it in other parts of the scriptures. Other experiences like this are similar. We recognize this type of interaction. And yet, the people who heard about these miracles and believed, sought more such healing, and they went on to tell others about it. Were all these people simply disobedient to God? I don't think so. We don't think so. We don't think they were disobedient, even though they did not obey the literal words of Jesus Christ. Or do we think of them as people who received such a great blessing that they simply could not contain it. They simply had to pour it out to share it. That certainly would be the case, I believe. But St. John Chrysostom explains it to us in a bit of a different manner. He gave a homily, well, he gave a lot of homilies. St. John Chrysostom's homily on this passage of the gospel is really quite beautiful this passage of the gospel from the evangelist Matthew and he points out that in other cases when Jesus heals people without he heals them without asking them of the measure of their faith because you see the interesting part here is that he questions them about their faith and then he tells them that their faith was what healed them instead he just offers jesus just offers the blessing of a healing and he tells people give glory to god first we learn we learn brothers and sisters when we have identified our brokenness when we have identified something lacking in our lives an illness, or a shortcoming, or a bad habit. Once we learn about it, we realize and we embrace the need to seek to have this shortcoming, this illness, this bad habit, fixed, repaired, so that we, the whole being, I, the whole being, can be restored. And in realizing this, I pursue the healing of my illness. I pursue the correction of my bad habit. In realizing this and actually pursuing that correct, correction or that healing, I participate, I participate in my own restoration. Second, we also learn that Jesus told them to not tell anyone about it. But what was he referring to? Was he referring to the miracle? Or was he referring perhaps to their faith? Because he did say, according to your faith, be it done to you. This could easily have been interpreted by them or anyone else that it was their faith alone who did it. Those were certainly the literal words of Jesus, were they not? We could easily be fooled that by believing in something or ourselves, We can accomplish anything. And that would be foolishness. Thankfully, the two blind men understood Jesus Christ when he said to them, Do not speak boasting of the great faith that you have. Rather speak of the glory of God, speak of the might of God to heal even that which seems inconceivable to heal in a limited and material world. What does this mean for you and me today? What could this possibly mean to you and I today? First of all, let's be real. Most of us in the world today do not carry such heavy burdens such as the complete absence of the ability to see or any other such really heavy yoke of everyday life. even for those of us who do carry such a yoke such a heavy cross perhaps we will not see the restoration of that limitation of that heavy weight in the physical lifetime so what does this mean then when Jesus interacts with these two blind men who seek His mercy, He questions on them of their faith, and then immediately they become restored to fullness. Brothers and sisters, I believe it means quite firmly that the Gospels, Jesus Christ Himself, gives us encouragement and confidence to pursue all the good things that we identify for our lives. To pursue them in the community of love, in the community of support, in the community of faith with which we live, that has been given to us as a gift. And we are to pursue all of these improvements. We should put, indeed, with confidence, we should put in work for preparation for any such improvement or healing yet we must remember at all times that the complete completion the fulfillment of any such healing or an accomplishment in life does not come just by our faith or just by our work rather only by the addition of the glory of God to the faith and work that we are expected to put forward. So brothers and sisters, whether or not you carry a weighty cross or whether you pursue the correction of a difficult, difficult habit in your life or any good pursuit, put in the work with confidence and encouragement. Put in the faith in your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and give Him glory every time you see a fulfillment of that work. Amen.